Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. It is Friday Fire number 34. These things are starting to stack up now. Anyway, this morning it is Friday, September 24th, 2021. And uh, I'm very pleased to say that the first cold front of the fall has rolled through Texas. Um, We are experiencing temperatures in the 60s. It's wonderful. It's hoodie weather first thing in the morning. Uh, Last couple of days, I've got to wear some sweaters while I've drunk my coffee. And, uh, you know, remember, it is actually Texas. So by 11 o'clock, the weather remembers what it's doing and it goes right back to the 90s. So uh, this for me is the, the perfect perfect time of year. Uh, My name is Sam. I am the small business surgeon and this is Friday Fire. It's the Friday Fire show where I talk about whatever's on my mind from the business world and the lessons that came up during the week. On Mondays around here, for those of you just discovering the show, we have uh, interviews with uh, various business leaders. We've got some authors, we've got podcasters, we've got business owners, uh, CEOs, we've got marketing guys, all kinds of stuff on Mondays. And then on Fridays, I just talk about a little lesson from the week that I came across in my world. And, uh, you know, funny coincidence, actually, today's lesson is about lessons. Uh, I sound like the guy from Austin Powers. Allow myself to introduce myself. Yeah, so anyway, I want to look back at how we learned in school and the difference between theoretical knowledge and practical knowledge. And, you know, the theory here is generally associated with book learning. It's where you sit in the classroom and you read the book and you write about it and that's it. I I take my test and I pass my exam. And now I know about rainfall in the West African uh, whatever it is. I don't remember what they made you learn in high school. I don't think I used a single thing out of high school. So that's theoretical knowledge and then practical knowledge. Um, you know, practical knowledge being the lessons you learn by by taking action, by being hands-on, by actually uh, completing a task and doing stuff. You know, like you can read about building a deck and it seems quite easy, but when you go to building a deck, well, shit, maybe you need somebody uh, somebody to teach you a little bit of, of practical experience. The same in the legal industry where I came up, you know, you had your certifications, um, <clears throat> your industry certifications that you study and take tests for, but there was no real replacement for field experience because, you know, you can only learn so much in a classroom. Um, You can read like, hey, the fire is hot um, in a book many, many times, but when the time comes to put your hand in the fire, then then that's when you know that it's fucking hot. The the difference, um, I think, is that in school... We learn the material, and then we're tested, and then we're graded, and it's a pass or it's a fail. Did you learn the material? Did you pass the test? Uh, whereas in life, it's a lot, it's, it's kind of flipped on its head. We, we're tested first, and then we pass or fail the test, and then at the end of it all, we learn the lesson. And what I figured out through the last few years, because I did a lot of shit, wrong for many, many years, um, is that 
those lessons come from the tests of life and not the tests in, in the classroom. The lessons of life are far more important to entrepreneurs than anything um, that's, that's taught in the classroom. It's the practical experiences that really mold us and, you know, set the path through life for us. And I know a lot of people are struggling. Um, I know there's an 80-20 split in I, people that gather around in entrepreneur groups and say they're successful. Um, I know a lot of people, not just entrepreneurs, but a lot of people, what do they say? Average American can't weather a $500 savings emergency. That sounds, uh, that sounds pretty harsh. So the tests in life always come first. How does it relate to business? You know, a lot of business owners, and this comes from the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, by George Classen. In the first chapter, there's a business owner and he's complaining he's broken. He works all day and he talks to his other friend, the business owner, and he's broken. He works all day too. And the big question is, why am I making money, but why am I always broke? And we've missed the practical lesson on saving and budgeting. Most of us don't actually get a practical lesson on saving and budgeting until our mid-20s when all of a sudden we are a couple of thousand dollars in credit card debt, tired of renting a shitty apartment and wanting to buy our first house. And I speak from not only personal experience, but I speak from experience of selling a lot of real estate and dealing with first-time home buyers. And we've never done a savings or a budget by the time we're in our mid-20s. So why are you making money but always broke? Well, you never learned the lesson of savings and budgeting because you never had to. You can learn it all you like in a book. But the first time most people have to learn a saving budget is when they are moving out of the parent's house on their own. Or if they never make it then, because the parents often will pay the rent, will help support, will pay the utility bills and will pay off a credit card balance if it gets out of hand for the kids. You don't take the lesson until you absolutely have to take it. And most kids don't take that budgeting and savings lesson until their mid-20s when, hey, I need a house. Let's look at it from a, a, an entrepreneur point of view. You know, why can I never hire the right staff? Well, that's the core values lesson, isn't it? But how many of us have hired the wrong staff? How many of us have hired too quickly? How many of us have fired too slowly? And it seems to be a, a never-ending cycle that goes on in businesses until they go through the process of establishing their core values. Well, that's a lesson. And you can read about core values in a book and go, well, shit, that sounds pretty good. Let me write down some things about core values. But you will never implement core values in your business until you feel the need, until you feel some pain and external force saying, hey, you need this lesson. You've been tested. You lost. Here's the lesson from it. Well, shit, that was an HR nightmare. How can I avoid this in the future? Oh, only hiring people that have the same core values as the ones that we drive the company on. Well, I don't have any core values for my company. Well, shit, there's another lesson, right? Why do I have to work 20 hours a day? Is because you haven't had the lesson of time studies. And even though you know to keep a calendar, you don't do it because you'll... Do a calendar when you've got time because you're too busy. And even though you know to delegate, 
well, there's nobody can do it as me. Well, that's because you haven't had the lesson of the core values, mate. You see how it all kind of engages in practical lessons. That it doesn't matter how many times you read these fucking things in books. There is no substitute in education for experience. How do I get more customers? You know, most people think, well, I, yeah, all right, I sell fucking widgets. Who, who's your target market? Well, anybody that wants to buy a widget? No. no. I sell houses. Who's your target market? Anybody that wants to buy a house? No. No. And as you get better and as you learn the lessons, because in the beginning, yeah, I want to work with anybody that wants to buy or sell a house. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Because there are all kinds of people in the world. And there are some people that you are attracted to and there are some people that you are repelled from. And if one of your clients has a personality match that is somebody that you're repelled from, you're in for a really shitty time. So you don't learn that lesson until you set up your shop and you say, I want to sell a house to everybody. And then you try selling houses to everybody and you go, you know what, this sucks. I could have read about core values in my ideal client a thousand times. But for whatever reason, it's not human nature to take the lessons in books and implement them until we feel pain from an outside source that says, oh, shit, I need to, uh, I need to implement that lesson because this pain was a test and I just fucking failed it. And then you got your entrepreneurs. They say, why do I do this? Why the fuck am I an entrepreneur? And that's all the mindset lessons. It's learning how to control what's going on in the space between your ears. It's learning how to set goals and how to have a vision board. But when you tell a kid in his 20s, hey, man, it's all in your head. You can do this. Or, hey, what are we working towards? Or, where's your vision board? Oh, well, I haven't written that down yet. I don't talk about it. I haven't manifested that. I'm like, well, shit. When you know what you're working towards, there's your motivation. There's your commitment. You know, that's what makes you get up and go in the morning. That's what pulls you out of bed and sends you to the gym when you have that focus on what it is that you're trying to achieve. But you don't learn that until you walk around without any focus. You don't learn that until you try to operate without knowing what it is you want to achieve. You don't learn that from a book, even though many, many books say, hey, you know what? It's time to write out what you want to become when you grow up. You're like, man, fuck that. I'll get to it later. You don't learn the mindset lessons. You don't learn how to think around shit, how to think through problems until you've actually had problems. And so there's a lot to fucking learn. I mean, there's a lot more to it as well. But even on the face of it, there's a lot to learn. And most people just work at a job and then they're like, right, I'm going to go start a business. And they've got none of the practical tests of life that give them the lessons that they need to succeed in business. So I did a little reading. I did a look on some numbers. And at best guess, right around 15% of working adults in the US are entrepreneurs. And so if we take the standard 80-20 law, I think it's Johnson's law. I can't remember. We're going to have to look up that law. Par Parnelli's law, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure somebody will correct me. 
If only I had Jamie here to uh, to Google things for me. But if we take that 80-20 split on the 15% of, 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 of US adults that are entrepreneurs, 80% of them aren't really successful. They might be breaking even. They might be losing a little bit of money. They're probably just employees at their business. Their business is probably their job. The minute they stop working, the business stops making money. It's probably that case for 80% of these entrepreneurs. So if 20% of the 15% are successful, that means only 3% of working adults in the country are successful entrepreneurs. You'll have to go to the show notes for our math, but that's what I came up with. If 3% of the working adults in the country are successful entrepreneurs, that means 97% of Americans work for a successful entrepreneur. You are in a fucking elite group. I'm not sure you understand this. And I know that sometimes you're anxious. You know, there's a lot of what ifs in business. But the better you get at it, the more lessons you learn, the less anxiety is involved. Because you can see things coming. Because you've got processes and procedures in place that handle 95% of the day-to-day operations. Everything's boiled down. Everybody's got a place in the organizational chart and everybody knows their position and their responsibilities. So yeah, you get anxious, but there's less anxiety as we get older and as we get more success. And Sure, you know, sometimes you're mentally drained as an entrepreneur. It happens to me every now and again. About every six weeks, um, I tend to find what happens is I don't take as much time off as I should I like to work on multiple projects at once and I go for about six weeks and I'm like, right, I need a little break. Sometimes people talk shit about you. They say, oh, it must be nice. I'm like, yeah, fucking nice. Of course it's nice. I'm busting my ass for this. You know, I'm just like go to work and I want a business for it to be shitty. So yeah, it is nice, but it wasn't free. If you own a business and if you're profitable, you are likely in the top 20% of all entrepreneurs in this fucking country. Which means you're in about the top 3% of working adults as far as success, as far as financial freedom, as far as your own time. So give yourself a little bit of grace because it takes a lot of fucking time to get good. I'm good, but I'm not great. I'm trying to get great. I've got a lot of things to learn. But it took me 20 years in business consistently trying and being profitable and consistently trying to jump to the next level and failing at hitting that next level. It took years of learning lessons in the field as they happened and being tested right there in real time to get to where I'm at. So give yourself some grace. It takes a lot of time to get good and do yourself a favor. I hired my first coach. I don't like the word coach. I don't like that word. Um, But it was part of a coaching program, but he, he became my mentor. And that was in, what, 2018 is when I hired my first mentor. 
And what you get when you hire a mentor is you use their failures as lessons and you use their tests as lessons. The things that tested them, they're years ahead of you. They may be a full generation ahead of you. They may be two generations ahead of you. They've already been through the crucible. They've been through the fire and they've succeeded. But they failed more times than you fucking tried, mate. That's the key here. Because when you can sync up with a guy that's successful, or a girl that's successful, and it's been through it, and that can mentor you through it, it's such a more powerful lesson than any lesson you will get from a book. Because your mentor is working one-on-one with you, sharing their failure, sharing their pain, and sharing their experience. So you use their failures as your lessons. And it shortcuts the time it takes to learn the failure points of practical field experience. The tests will come every day in life and in business and everything. And when you pass the test, that's when you learn the lesson and you can move on and you can fail the test. And that's when you learn the lesson and you can retake it and you can move on. But if you've made it this far in business, if you've started something and you've got some sales and you've got some structure, you're so much further ahead of the game than everybody else, even if it's not profitable. Even if you haven't quite made it yet, you're still lapping everybody on the fucking couch. You're still going to get there. Just stick to the plan and keep working towards your goals. And keep taking those lessons. Keep taking those tests. And I swear... At the end of the fucking day, when all the pieces, when gratitude, when fitness, when the business, when spirituality, when family, when all these pieces align, this journey is the most worthwhile thing in the world. Keep going. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.